As I've traveled the world and had these opportunities to meet and work alongside a lot of very interesting people, the question that I keep getting is, how can I create the life that I want? How can I create the brand, the behaviors, the culture that motivate and drive me? This podcast is dedicated to those questions. We can figure out great ways to move forward in life and create a life worth living, a life with purpose and meaning. My name is David Vanderveen. Welcome to the Kick Aspirational Podcast. Today, we've got Sabrina Shireling on our on our podcast. Sabrina has worked with us um, in my new role here at It Works. She's been at an event in Frankfurt we just did uh, in Germany, and she was also in uh, Palma with us at our larger event we just did with our distributors from around the world. But um, welcome, Sabrina. It's great to see you today. Yes, great to see you. Thank you for the invitation in your podcast. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Maybe I should say guten Tag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where are you right now? Where are you? Uh, for all the Germans. Schön, dass ihr da seid. Schön, dass ihr da seid. What does that mean? That means it's nice that the listeners are here. Ah, Schön, dass uh, right. Schöne is beautiful, like beautiful, nice. Schön, dass ihr da seid. That means yeah, that, that, you that, are here. Here, that you are here. That ah, here. very cool. Yeah. And, um, Sabrina, I wanted, you know, I thought you were such a perfect guest for the Kick Aspirational podcast because Kick Aspirational is all about, you know, breaking through barriers, doing awesome things, but in a cool and inspirational way. Uh, it came a long time ago from a term that was in a brand guide that, uh, that I helped write for a brand that I owned because um, we were con having confusion between what's cool And when we were saying something was cool, we meant it's cool, like ACDC cool, like bam, bam, you know, like, let's, let's go do something. And we were working with some other marketers who were like, oh no, cool's like, you know, like Barry Manilow is cool. And we're like, okay, Barry Manilow might be cool for you, but that's not what we're trying to accomplish here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like when we talk a lot, you know, you're really helping people tell us about your work. I guess we should give you an intro to your work because you really help people who are trying to accomplish something break through like mental barriers and kind of self-talk barriers and things that are holding them back that they can't see that aren't obvious that, that they may not even be aware of. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's right. So what I do in my work is that I help the people to understand who they really are because the most of the people think mm, this is, For example, if you set a goal and then they think, mm, I'm not good enough for that. And they don't believe in yourself. And the reason is why they don't believe in yourself, that they don't know who they really are. Mm. So and this is what I do. I explain the people how the mind works, what's going on in the head. And they get a clearly picture that they can change the subconscious mind because most of the people didn't get the picture. They know that their results are a reflection what's going on in the subconscious mind. But if you, if you don't know how it looks like and you don't get a real picture, you cannot change anything. So this is what I do. And I gave them um, better picture that they understand. Ah, okay. I now I or I I understand now how the mind works, how it looks like, how I can change it. Because I I heard very often the sense, yeah, you you have to live from inside to outside. 
And I asked myself, okay, but where, where's the button inside of me that I can push and then I get great results. Right. And like, what, like where is the inside? Yeah. Right? Where, where's inside? Yeah. So, and that was such a big question in my head and nobody could, could explain me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, inside is um, on your right fingers. <laughs> so I I was looking around and I said, is there anyone that can help me to find my inside button, which I can push and then I get other results? <laughs> and so then I looked around, I learned a little bit. I read so much books. I listened to every podcast I found about the situation. And then I I put all the pieces together and this is what I do. So I explain to people how they can change the subconscious mind with simply strategy and um, that they get a clearly understanding of who they are and how they can change the result. Yeah, so. because I think your your point is a really important one. You know, the external things, you know, my fingers, my the table I'm sitting at, money in my bank account, um, how I do my work, those are all very tangible and concrete. The insides, the interior work, which a lot of people like to ignore because it's hard to articulate or hard to touch. It's hard, it's abstract. It's very, very difficult. It's very elusive, right? Yeah, it's hard because, to study. Yeah, you, you cannot see the inside things. And if you talk about with other people, with your goal or your big vision, they said, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> So they cannot see your vision. You try to explain your vision, but it's not in, in your real world. And that's the reason because the people look at your their, their own results and they, mm, this is not good. And this is how we, we are programmed. So we go to school, for example, and then the teacher said, mm, your test was not good. Look at your results and you know what you can. But this is not the truth. If you, if you get a clearly understand Standing, how you can change your mind, how you can um, use your, this is what I explained in Palma, your mental muscles, that if, if you understand how you can change different parts to get other results. Because most of the people say, mm, I have to work harder. I have to do this or that. But this is outside. And if you create from inside to outside and you understand that you have uh, six mental muscles and these mental muscles, you cannot touch these mental muscles. You can train it. And um, this is what I what I teach with the with my um, uh, with the people they work with me. So, so, so and this is what I want to give the 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 people here in your podcast. So, so the, the, there's six mental muscles. Yeah, you you have six mental muscles. And the most of the people say, mm, okay, what, what could this be? Or mm, 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 I, I don't know what it is because the most of the people never heard about that. So what are the six mental muscles? The six mental muscles is, for example, the will. Right. Yeah. So if you have the will and the will is that you hold focus on one thing, mm. that's very important. So if you have a goal, if you set your goal and then you say, hmm, yeah, but I don't see the results, then you let it go. But you don't hold focus on that 
on that goal. So this is one thing what you can train the will that you say, okay, this is my goal, no matter what's going outside, no matter how many people they told me I'm crazy, I, I hold that picture in my mind. So the first thing is will. The next one is. And, and is there an amount of time you have to hold the focus? Because it seems like, I think to your point, like, you know, New Year's resolutions, people, um, I'm going to focus on this for, you know, maybe, maybe 30 days, probably like a week. But, you know, is, is there a <laughs> length of time that that's, you know, that no. you hold the focus? No, I I focus on my goal to this is the next part because all the all the okay. mental muscles come together but it's not that you say mm, okay now i do it for 10 days so it's exactly the same if you write for example um your things uh your your i'm grateful for whatever it is the most of the people do this five minutes in the morning and the rest of the day they oh what a day oh my stupid neighbor oh my da 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 so i said okay you use five minutes and you say, oh, yes, I am so grateful. I'm so positive. But what you are doing the whole day. So this is exactly the same with the will. If you say, okay, I do it for 10 days or 20 days or 30 days or 90 days and you don't see the results. So uh, hold on, keep going. Don't stop it after 30 days if you don't get the results. And this is what I learned. If I... You can stop the will to hold the focus if you reach the goal, but don't stop before. So if you set your goal and you use the will, stop your focus, stop the will if you reach the goal. Right. So basically you're saying, one, you know, don't just do it for part of the day or five minutes in the morning. Hold it. This has to be your focus all yeah. the time. And it has to be your focus until you accomplish the goal. Yeah. And don't give up just because you didn't get it in 10 days or 30 days or 90 days. I mean, no. keep focus, keep focus, figure it out, right? Yeah. Get there, figure yeah. it out. And ask yourself, what can I do today to reach my goal? And if you see things that trouble or or you have stress or you you uh, you feel that you don't get the right intention and you see mm, the results don't look so good how I want to get the result, then hold on. And the next thing is the memory. You can use your memory in in two options. And the most people use the memory. This is the next part. Um, they only look what was. So they use a part, the, the, the past for the, for the memory. But think about if you visualize your goal and then you use your memory for the future. So you set a goal, you hold the picture in your mind and you use your memory to remember this picture from your future, from your goal. This is completely different because most of the people think, okay, memory is, is only in the past, but it isn't. So if you use will the uh, that you hold that picture, that you memory, you use your memory to see the picture and you use uh, 
um, how you say that? Uh, like visualization. English, uh, vi- yeah, visual. Vis- it's a lot. It's a tough, <laughs> tough know? word in English. Visualization. It's a crazy word yeah, in English. Yeah. Okay, but you know what I mean. Um, and you use this one, then you have three of your six mental muscles, and they came completely together. And the next one is. So wait. So it's it's will, memory, and visualization. Those are the yeah. three. Okay. Yeah. Those are the first three. I'm writing these down just to remember for myself. That's, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the next one is that um, you use your intuition because a lot of people talk about the intuition, but if you use the intuition and you get ideas in your head, you can you can use these ideas to create new things and now it's a question do you do this or let it go so you get an awesome idea and you say "Mm, this is really a very good idea if i would do this then i get the next step to my goal Mm. so the intuition when you talk about intuition yeah you're intuiting this you're saying this is like this, this idea comes to you. Yes. And you're, you have this opportunity to say, am I going to make this thing real and cling to this? Or am I just going to eh, interesting, but you're kind of ignoring it or not really paying yeah. attention to it. Exactly. Exactly. Because we are all one, we are all connected. The universe, everything is connected. So now this is what I believe. Uh, take sure. what, what you believe, but I believe that that you get the idea and you think, oh, this is really good. And you said, okay, yes, I, I do it tomorrow, next week, not today. I don't have time. Da, 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 da. And then we are all connected with, these, with each other. And if you don't do this, the idea change the person. Mm. <laughs> so, and then you see, for example, a so post. If, if, on- so if you're saying if you don't, if you don't, so when, let's say that I agree with you. So we're all connect, we're all made up of stardust, right? This is like scientific fact. We're all connected by the same energy that's permeating the universe that animates right. our lives. Um, and I mean, this, this is not like really debatable. This is, this is scientific fact. Yeah, that's um, and so the idea is that, you know, those things, those are hard physical facts. The thing that's a little squishy is, okay, so when when I get these ideas that pop into my head, we don't really know where they come from. You know, this intuitions, um, artists call them muses, you know, like with, if, with the funny thing is when they were interviewing like the Beatles, John Lennon used to get really frustrated with the interviewers because people would want to know about him. And he's like, okay, you're interviewing me about my music, but the music isn't from me. The music comes from oh. outside me. You should be talking, we should be talking about where it comes from, not who I, who I am doesn't matter. This is the problem of celebrity and artists, right? Is they're like, why do you care about who I am? It's I'm, I'm just a channel for this thing. Um, and so the, the idea is that if you don't take that into, when the idea comes to you, these, these, let's say moments of brilliance, if you don't do something with that, it's going to go find somebody who will. Is that yes. what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, and I call I call this person that's the smart Paula. Smart what? The smart Paula. 
So smart Paula. Oh, Paula. Paula. Ah, smart yeah, Paula. I gave, her, I gave Paula. this person an, a, a name. So I said, this a name. Is smart, the smart Paula. And she said, <laughs> mm, okay, I wait because Sabrina get a good idea or David get a good idea. And if she, uh, if she doesn't take action, I, I will do this. And then I think, David, you know this. If you have a good idea and you don't take action and then you go on, for example, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are, and you see, and you said, hey, she or he, this, this was my idea. Why he do this now? Yeah. No, well, no, no, it happens all the time, right? See, this is classic. Yeah. You have people that are like, oh, I had that idea. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so what? You know, yeah. a lot of, a lot, you know, these intuitions hit a lot of people in the same, especially if you're in this similar environment, dealing with some of the same problems. Hopefully a lot of people are having the same, hey, this would be a cool solution. Yeah. Question is, did you do something with it, right? But did you execute? I mean, we talk about this a lot. I think even an average idea really well executed is worth orders of magnitude more than a great idea that's poorly executed or not executed, yeah. right? The strategy is interesting. The execution's everything. Um, so no, so, this is so this use is use the intuition, listen to that inner voice, and go for it. <laughs> go for it because I had so great ideas, and then I was so pissed off that another person <laughs> take the idea. And I said, oh, that was my idea," and very often was I, I was in this situation. And then I said, "Okay, enough is enough." Now I start to listen to my inner voice, to the intuition, to all the ideas I get, and then um, I I take action. And, you know, part of this too. So, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for most of my life and that's all about taking an idea and trying to make it real somehow. And and the thing that, that I've bumped into a lot is there's a lot of ideas that come to me and my friends and I joke about that's an idea that can make you hundreds of dollars, which means probably not a very, you know, probably not very worthy of our time or, you know, that that's a million dollar idea or that's a billion dollar idea, right? Different scale of, of opportunities. And part of it is like sifting through those and saying, okay, is this one that's actually worth me doing something with? Or, cause there's a lot of cool stuff you can do in life. Or is this something, you know, maybe it's because of a passion. Maybe it's because it's actually gonna make you money. Maybe it's because it's gonna fulfill your wildest dreams. Yes, but you can use the information and you can take other people, they do it for you. Sure. So because the time is, Sometimes the time is not enough in your life. We all get the, the gift to have 24 hours. The right. question is how you use it. <laughs> do, you, do you see the chances or you say, oh, good chance, bye-bye. Oh, good chance, bye-bye. Or you say, oh, good chance. Come on, baby, come on. <laughs> so that's, this one's mine. Yeah, yeah. this one's yeah. mine versus I know a friend who could do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, I think that's really smart. Yeah, if, if you have, if you say, mm, okay, this is an awesome idea. So what I have um, in my, because I get the, the most ideas in the evening and then I lie uh, in bed and I said, oh, not yet. I don't have, have something to, to, uh, to sign, to sign that or to write it down or so. So now I have an idea book. Next to your bed. Next to my bed. And if yeah. I get 
so I I'm bad and in the evening and in the early mornings the subconscious mind is very open though you get in this time great ideas in my in my life it's always in the evening I was oh, the lights are, are um, off and then I like that was oh now okay <laughs> so and then I pick my my idea book and I write it down because if I don't do that it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Well, that's a really good takeaway though, is having, having an idea book next to you, but even if it's like something like it's a problem you're wrestling with or some, something that's keeping you awake at night, as we say yeah. in English, um, getting it on a piece of paper gets it out of your head at least. And you can kind of set it aside. Right. Yeah. Those things are kind of important. And so sometimes you wake up in the morning and say, Oh, I had so good idea. Hmm, what was that? So, and then you have it on your paper <laughs> and that's good because sometimes I wake up and I said, what was the idea yesterday evening I had? What was that? Mm, I can't remember. You can't remember because it's it's gone. But if you have it on your paper, that's the best thing you can do. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's also just articulating the idea actually helps form it. You know, in, in um, there's a number of companies and like large military organizations, et cetera, where you, execution really matters. And they've actually outlawed, many of them have outlawed using PowerPoints because they said, you know, PowerPoint's not really articulating an idea. PowerPoint's the concept of an idea, kind of like sitting in a coffee shop talking with your friends about it versus when you actually write it down, when you have to create a memo and articulate it. Yeah. Like like Amazon, everything is memos. They don't, you don't use PowerPoints in Amazon. It's all articulated memos. You have yeah. to be able to read it and write it. Yeah. It has to be something yeah, you can read in 30 though. minutes. Excellent. But I think that's really powerful. Also, sometimes you write the idea down. You're like, yeah, wasn't that that great of an idea? Yeah. Um, more of a brain fart than a than a thought, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it goes very quickly. If you if you put all the ideas on the paper, you have ideas for the next 30 years. Yeah, right. Not days. <laughs> Not days. Yeah. So use use this intuition. And the the second part, what the intuition um does is you um you feel the energy of another person mm. and you can pick up the energy from this person so if you come to a room or you go um in a restaurant or something like that and then you can you can feel the energy if your wife david came home and Sometimes in my life, so if my, if my husband came home, I I he I feel the energy if he used the key. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I I can feel it, and I think everyone can feel it if you if you see a person in in your environment or in your family, and you say, "Ooh, today is not the best day to speak with him or her." Yeah. So, and you can you can feel that, and if you train this intuition, so first use the idea which the intuition sent to you, and the second feel the energy of the intuition from another person. If you stay in front of, uh, um. Um, if a person is in front of you and the person don't see you and you look, for example, on the shoulder, she or he will turn around. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of the studies. The energy yeah. is, is so 
so um, strong that they that, mm. <laughs> what's, what's going, going on over there? Right, no, what's going on? So I, I take a lot of pictures when I'm traveling, and um, I've noticed that if I want to snap like a candid photo of somebody, and I don't want them to know that I'm taking the picture, I have to kind of kind of not look at them, look away, kind of look at them out of the corner of my eye, get the camera ready. And then I kind of like snap it and then I look away again. If I, st if I stay focused trying to do, they always look up, yeah. right? It's really yeah. funny how that works. Yeah. Probably illegal to do that, but I have a fun time doing that. <laughs> um, you, know, you know, the other thing that I, th I think interesting there too, is it's why it's so important to get, when you're in a, a relationship business, like, you know, for, for investing or in direct selling where you're investing in somebody or they're investing in you, um, you always want to get together. You know, it's um, I'm going to a big conference in a couple of weeks in Southern California, the Roth conference, big investor conference. And these are like, of course, people are looking at spreadsheets and metrics and all these, you know, quantifiable things. But the thing they're really looking at are the people they're going to invest in. You know, they're like, OK, well, the business plan is definitely going to change. Right. Every every evolving company you make a plan, then you change the plan. That's how it works. The question is, will these people be able to adapt to whatever hits them? And so you're always looking at the people. You're trying to smell that out. Like, is this, yeah. is this somebody that has done it, that can do it again, that has the energy, the, you know, that they'll figure they're smart, they'll figure it out and they're adaptable. And, uh, and I think in our direct selling business, it's the same thing. Like, it's the same. And the, um, for it, it doesn't matter what business you have. If you get in contact with the other person, the other person feel if you are with him or her, or if you, if you, if your thoughts turn around. Mm. So the best part, what changed my life, what changed my business, what changed my income <laughs> was get in contact with the person, not because you want to get in contact with a person, get in contact with a high energy mm. and with, with a feeling of increase for the other person, mm, not mm, for mm, yourself. Mm. So leave every, this is what I, what I always talk to people, leave the person with a feeling of increase that, I, that, I, I the, that. that the person feels better after the speech with you so after you are connect with them and they go and is it oh she was she was that that was a connection that i feel so good after this connection and this is um a big game changer so leave every person with a feeling of increase and that changed my my life because sometimes i said okay yes yeah uh I have to do this or that now. Okay, good. I go to this event or I do this. But if you give 100% and your goal is that the people around you feel better because you leave them with a feeling of increase, they never forget you. This is so essential. I, you know, I just had a couple so I, I, I'm very, very, uh, I have this whole idea that the universe is driven by love and that and, and abundance, right. As a result of that, and that our part of one of the things we get to do uniquely as people 
is to give before we receive, to live generously, because we believe that that there is abundance, that we believe in creation of wealth, that we can, you know, there isn't one pie and we all have to fight over how much is there. We can create bakeries. We can create, you know, we, we can build things. Yeah. And we do that by mixing our energy, right, with with the earth, with the universe, with the things that we make. <clears throat> I think human potential is infinite. You know, that's why... There's this guy, Malthus, who used to say that, you know, as populations increase, poverty will increase. Well, it actually turns out to be the opposite. The most populated countries, China, India, are the richest um, and the fastest growing. I mean, relatively, they might be poorer than, you know, the U.S. was, but they're vastly outpacing us in their growth and their potential because they have so many more people, right? Especially when you educate them, you get them out of grinding poverty. The the thing that I, I've noticed with like right now we've got, we've got some really good leaders. We were working on training and developing and helping our leaders mature. A lot of them are very young. And we, I noticed in some of our VIP chat rooms that we had people complaining and dumping and thinking that that was okay. And, you know, I've been around this for a long time. I've worked in some very large organizations with very, very successful people in direct selling and other places. And one of the new ground rules we had to set was this isn't a place to dump. Um, you know, you can, you can share a problem with the solution. I think that's really helpful, really important. That's what leaders should be talking about. Hey, here's some things, here's some challenges we need to work on, which means a challenge means there's a solution coming with it versus, oh, this is terrible. I don't like this. Ying, 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 ying. That, all that does is down is drop energy. It hurts. It hurts the combined focus of the organization. It hurts the people you're trying to support. And by the way, nobody wants to be around that. No. Nope. Right. That's a negative force. That's just taking from everybody else. And somebody said, well, I thought we could. I thought this was a safe place to do this. And I said, you're welcome to come here with challenges and talk about solutions. This is not a place. This is not a toxic dumping ground. We have to protect ourselves yeah. you know, from this. And we need to learn these new habits. And it's of course, I don't dislike the person, but it's helping people elevate because I, I'm saying, look, I expect at this level that we are all going to be operating much better than we are. And I, I know that you're capable of more than this. Exactly. So step up. Let's do it. Let's go. Exactly. And you change the, the world. You change one person and one per, person goes home, feels better. The family feels better. The kids go to school. They feel better. And this is a reaction. You, you cannot, you cannot, see how many people you changed because you changed one person in the room. So give 100% that this is, that was such a big game changer because I was so often in these me, me, me situations. Mm. So, and then I said, okay, is this me, me, me state where I am? Help this me to reach my goal? Not really. So I can change it. I'm the only person that can change it. And then I said, okay, leave every person you came in contact with with a feeling of increase. And that changed so much because if you get crazy gifts, crazy situations in your life, you say, ooh, No, not every person. Okay, not my neighbor. Uh, he did this and this and then that. No, 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 not this. Not everybody. I said everybody. 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 Because 
the situation you you get in your life and they not every situations are awesome <laughs> sometimes you get a little bit shit okay right. but in every situation you can find the gift sometimes the paper around the gift is a little bit stronger but you can you can open the gift if you want that and sometimes it's not one paper there are two three four five Six are made, but the Isn't question have the fun is: though? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. The question is: Do you hold on? Do you focus on the gift in this crazy situation? Yes or no? It's your choice. Yeah, and it's not about you, right? I mean, I think I think part of it is. I like to say, you know, like I think on social, it's really evident. You know, what somebody says about us or how a troll reacts on a feed says nothing about us. It says yeah. everything about them. How we respond to it says something about us, yeah. right? And I think it's this, like there was a, we have this um, in Laguna Beach where we were living, or we still have a home, but you know, it's kind of our, where we live for the longest period of time. There's a, an amazing coffee shop and bakery run by a Frenchman, um, Jean-Paul, Jean I'll use his name. Everybody knows him. He's very famous for this. And he was famous or infamous for the way he treated customers. I mean, it was you know, like the classic French stereotype, you know, just very arrogant, very rude. And I took that as a challenge. I was like, how do you get John Paul? How do you break through that veneer? Like there's something, there's a backstory to this person, why he behaves this way. And so he would come in and I started, I started making little jokes. Like he, he only made one sort of coffee, coffee, cafe au lait, you know, like a coffee with cream. And I'd say, oh, yeah, can I get a hazelnut vanilla soy latte? And he would say something like, oh, you want me to shit in a cup? And I'd start laughing and I'd say, yeah, or whatever you're serving today is fine. Um, and then so he started realizing that I was joking and playing around and it became we became very good friends. You know, he still had that acidic kind of veneer, but at least you started to and I learned all about his family and where he came from and how, how he didn't have a good relationship with his family. And, and the, the, when he finally sold his coffee shop we've stayed in touch and he would come to my house and we would hang out because he didn't have a lot of friends yeah. because I had just made that, that little, and it wasn't like I was getting anything for it outside of the fact that I think to your point, we elevated the frequency, we elevated the level of play. We set the expectation that we're, we're not going to, we don't have to behave this way. We can behave differently. We can choose to actually celebrate each other and find ways to celebrate each other when maybe it feels like someone's trying to attack you. And even the person you don't like that you think this person's a jerk yeah. Okay. Maybe they're behaving that way. It doesn't mean they are that thing. The, the challenge, the fun, the opportunity is to try and get them to elevate their, yeah. even if they're working at a very low level, I think it's really, really. And then you, and then you see how quickly the frequency change on Ugh. this person. That that's so, so funny how you say that, that you make a game of it. Yeah. So this is really, really cool. Yeah. And it just, and when you realize that you can do this, that we all have this choice, yeah. it just makes life so much more fun. You're like, oh, you know, this, like I do this, I travel a lot. And a lot of times the poor person behind the ticket counter at, a, mm -hmm. at an airline is just getting abused. You know, the flight's late, it's snow delay, whatever it is. Of course, it's all they're doing. You have to realize all they're doing is reading a screen. They have no control over anything, right? Yeah. But they're standing there getting beat up all day by every customer who's not happy with the experience. And so what I started doing when I had needed help and, you know, it's going to be very hard and they don't have to do it. Yeah. I would say, Hey, you know what? I really appreciate you. 
I have a lot of belief and faith that you can help me fix this um, because I believe in you. And here's what we need to accomplish right now. I know your screen's not going to tell you this is okay. I know you, but what, what, what could we do? How could we get here right now? And you know, some of the people are still just not going to respond to that, but yeah. man, some of the people all of a sudden they're like, this is the best customer I've had all day. This is the first person who's put positive into me instead of shit into me. And they, and they, they turn they bend over backwards and help you. Now it's, Sometimes they don't. That's okay too. That's their choice. But it's such a different experience. And you both feel so much better when you finally find that solution. Like, yeah. why wouldn't we do this? Why wouldn't we live our lives? And by the way, I'm not perfect. I don't always do this either, but I try to do this. I try, yeah, I try to do yeah. good. Or if you use what I use is use the the name of the person mm. so if you you stay there and you have you have the, the, uh, at the restaurant or something yeah. and they have the the name on on the sh shirt or something and they i hey david thank you that you that you bring my dinner thank you so much and then oh uh, nobody told me that <laughs> i do that all the time i do that yeah. all the time and i think in europe it's less common than it is in the yeah. u.s But I love saying people's first names and they, you're right. They're like, are we friends now? Like, how yeah. do you, <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, in Germany, in German, it's not the first name. It's very often the last, last name. name. Yeah. yeah, so, but if you do this, uh, they, uh, okay, yeah, uh, thank you. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just made it personal. You just yeah. made it personal, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So good. So, so that's, we've got the first four. So we've got will, memory, visualization, visualize, and intuition. Yeah. What's the, what's the and then, And then we have the, um, we, we talked about that when we didn't realize that is perception. Perception. Yeah. So how you, how you um, look at the situation. And what is what? Look at the situation. This one, for example, is a, a coin. So for yeah. the podcast people, I, sh I show David now a coin. And David, which color has the coin you see? So I'm looking at a blue, a shiny coin with gold around it and a gold G in the middle. Is that okay? That right? Is that right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I, I tell you, right. I tell you, I yeah. see a, a black E. <laughs> okay but you're looking at the other side of the coin right that's right yeah so we can make now um we can we can we can get in trouble because you say oh, i i see this is blue and i see a g i said no i i don't see it's not blue if i would tell you i i don't see blue you, you would say me hmm? so if i turn around and take the the coin with me and i show you and uh. you see A black E. So, and this is what what you can you can use. So, use the situation. That's what I told told um, about the gift mm. that every situation has two sides. You can decide: is there is the situation good or is the situation bad? Because everything has two, two situations. And you decide which, which one I want to see, the good in it or the bad in it. So if there is, is only, no, um, I explain it another way. Um, this is the law of polarity. So everything has an opposite. 
it cannot be in if there's no outside. It can mean nothing up if there isn't down. And have joy if you don't have pain. Yeah, so yep. everything. And the same is with your situation. If you have a situation and you say, mm, this is not good that my business partner uh, leave my business or he uh, steal some money or whatever it is, there's always a good situation in it. So you can, you can use your perception on which way you want to see the thing. Totally. Like, so for example, one of the questions I like to ask everyone who comes on my podcast is I'm committed to lifelong learning. This is part of the joy of podcasting. You get to have all these amazing conversations. Um, I like to ask people, have you learned more from your successes or your failures? Failures. <laughs> right. It's universal. Everybody <laughs> says failures. It's a setup question. If somebody yeah. says they learn more from their successes. I'll kick them off the podcast. No, I'm kidding. But you do learn some things from your successes, but not that much. Usually you've already accomplished something. You're like, oh, look, we did a great job. Oh, you know, pat yourself on the back, take the trophy. Fine. Feels good. Yeah. But the failures are where you learn. You have the opportunity if you choose to, to learn so much. Some people like to bury their failures. I like to do autopsies. I like to like, it's like, man, what, what happened here? Like, how can we learn? Like take all of your judgment aside. Like what happened? Why did this occur? That's where you learn the most if you if you dig in, if you pay attention, if you really and by the way, not just looking at everybody else, but you know, all the fingers point back at home. Um, and I I I I love that. You know, one of the I used to travel around the world, still travel quite a bit around the world, but um when 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 I would be out launching this lifestyle brand in a new country, we had a rule that we'd have to go at least three times over six to nine months and have the same conversation with the people we were going to be working with first with the staff then with our distributors. Because I said, look, I know what I'm trying to say. I know what I'm, I'm trying to bring a Southern California, you know, lifestyle brand to these other countries and cultures. Yeah. I think I know what I'm saying in English. One, I have no idea what the translator is saying. I'm assuming they're doing a good job, but more importantly, I have no idea how that translates beyond the words. Like, how does that culturally translate? How does, for example, Southern mm -hmm. California beach lifestyle translate in Kazakhstan? Yeah. What does that mean? They don't even, they're barely getting weekends. You know, weekend was a new idea that evolved after World War II in the United States. Well, for a lot of people, that's, you know, in developing countries, that's not even really a concept yet, free time, recreation. So it's a lot of those things where you, you have to kind of, to your point, not only look at both sides of the coin, but how does this even, what does black even mean? What does blue even mean? What is... What does sitting on a beach mean? Why would, you know, some people are like, why would I do that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so, but if you, if you see these things, it's so much easier for everyone. Yeah? The awareness. Yeah. Just yeah. being aware that there is, yeah, that that yeah. exists. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, have you read this? Have you seen this, this, uh, there's a talk that a famous author gave at Kenyon college. Um, it's called, um, uh, it's, it's about two fish swimming and one fish, there's two young fish swimming and an older fish comes along and he says, how's the water boys? And he swims away and the two fish go, what's water? And, mm. and the whole point is just yeah. awareness of, you know, of these things, of, of your environment, of who you are, of, you know, he says, everyone has to worship something, choose wisely. You know, he's, he's an, he's an agnostic by the way. 
um, David Foster Wallace. But the but the point of this whole speech is that you know you don't get you don't go through this education. He's speaking to kids graduating from a very good liberal arts college, Kenyon College. And he's saying, look, the, the purpose of an education, they say, is to help you think. He goes, really, the, the purpose is to help you be aware that you can make choices every day and you can choose how you're going to live. That when somebody's screaming at you, know, when there's a really grumpy person at a cash register or behind the ticket counter, you get to choose how you want to perceive them. Is this, do you want to perceive that this person maybe has a child at home that has cancer, that is having a horrible day, that couldn't pay their, you know, What's the backstory? Why are they, you know, you get to choose how you're going to, is that person a jerk or is this person, this suffering mother who's going through horrible things and you have this choice, Yeah. how you respond to help that person elevate their frequency, have a better day and maybe affect everybody else that they run into. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I just, I, this is so powerful and I'm so, I, it it gets me excited, which is why I'm talking about it. I want to hear you talk, but um, I think these ideas are really, really powerful and articulating them really help bring them to life. So yeah. And if you you ask what's the reason behind the reason of that person, yes. Why the, so why she say or do this, what's the reason behind the reason? This is um, what I told all the friends around me have to say, mm, this is not good, this is not, and she did this and he does and blah, blah, blah. And I ask them, why do you think, or what do you think is the reason why this person do this? Right. So the reason behind the reason. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Um, yeah. David Foster Wallace did this speech called This is Water. And it's there's videos of it all over YouTube, but it's, um, it's the same idea. It's getting yeah. to being aware of your environment, being aware of what's happening and choosing to your, to your point to, to listen and understand. And, you know, this is the problem we have when a company or when people are from, for example, America, America is a big place. People don't travel outside of it that much. The assumptions people have, and, you know, if you ask them, they wouldn't say that these are their assumptions, but the way they behave, of course, everyone should speak English. Well, of course, uh, you know, because everyone in America speaks, or most people in America speak English. Uh, well, of course, everyone uses dollars. Well, of course, everyone uses credit cards. Well, of course, you know, and it's like, whoa, 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 travel. The great gift of travel, you start to discover yeah. a lot of people don't speak English or understand it the way, even if they do speak English, there's, a, you know, there's, there's English English, there's American English, there's Australian English, there's Chinese English, Japanese English, German German English, English. English German English, <laughs> German English, right? <laughs> And, and yeah. language is an expression of a culture. So even yeah. if they're speaking using similar words, it's still an expression of who they are, where they come from. Yeah. Not really the same place you came from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's profound. Yeah, even <laughs> so, in America, we have. So, so, so yeah. perception, if, if, I, if I can tell you something about, because now we have the language or anything like that. My, my belief and my trust was, okay, um, nobody can understand me with my English because that was what I thought. Yeah. So I said, okay, because my programming in my subconscious mind was always, Sabrina, your English is terrible. You I, don't, I don't know what you just said. I'm joking. I'm joking. Sabrina. I know exactly what you said. I understand your joke. I saw it in your face. <laughs> so, I knew I was going to say it before yeah, I did. But, yeah, but that yeah. was the belief. And then I start to change the perception. And I said, the people, they want 
to talk with me or they want to connect with me, they understand everything what I say. Of course. It doesn't matter how crazy my, my English or my German is. My German isn't perfect. Yeah. <laughs> my German is some, some of my friends say, okay, it's pretty, what, what you are you talking about? I don't understand what you're talking. <laughs> I said, uh, what? Yeah. So, and this perception gave me the, how you say that? The, um, the belief to speak English. That's Because great. I said, okay, my 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 language where I grow up with is German, mm. and some Germans don't understand my no. my my uh, what I say. So if if they don't understand my German because my visions are too crazy or my goals are too big then I can speak English because I will find person, they understand what I'm talking about. So this is perception. You can change it. You can choose. Is it good enough? Is it not good enough? It's both. Yes. But you can say, okay, cool. I'm good enough for this or that. And I do it. Just try. Yeah. I think that's the key. Just try. Yeah. 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 A very famous entrepreneur, <laughs> Jay Van Andel said that. Just try. Yeah. So that's perception. So what's number six? The number six is your mind. You can use your mind to create the things. You can use, if you understand that all the energy, it, what's around us came to us and you can use your mind to create the ideas. You can use your mind how you see the things. You can use your mind how to use the perception. You can use your mind to hold on the focus. You can use your mind to visualize all the things. So this is an important part. If you don't use it and you say, okay, the situation is, okay, that's it, nothing happened. Nothing. But if you use your mind and you put all the other five mental muscles together and you train them, it's like a muscle on your on your body. If you if you train your your arm or your shoulder or whatever it is, it gets stronger. Mm. And this is the same with the six mental muscles. So, so give us an example of that. So you're you're talking about using your mind to, to go beyond just being descriptive. You need to yeah. use your mind to actually bring things to life, to to yeah. to kind of yeah. make dreams real. So yeah. so walk, so give me an example of how we do this. Um, your your mind is or how, how have you done this in the past? I put all the pieces together. So for example, I put all the pieces, yeah. for example, my dream. No, no, it's getting private. <laughs> okay. So my dream was I was at home. We get the kids. Everything was fine. My, my husband has an awesome job. He earns good money. Everything was fine. But I felt that I was not happy with that. Mm. And then I started to use my mind. What? Can I do? Mm. What is the thing what I love to do? And what is the thing what I do my whole life? But I think, and this is the mind, I think that it's not possible to earn with this stuff money. 
mm. for example. This is how my how I used my mind. I started with my uh, I say with my spooky list. There's <laughs> with the list of things you're yeah. Yeah, your yeah, your dream list. Yeah, no, the other, <laughs> the opposite. Oh, the, of the oh, dream. oh, 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 the shit list. The shit <laughs> yeah, list. Yeah, 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 my shit list. Yeah, and then I wrote everything down. What I don't like in my life. Everything. So I was a little bit. It was boring to stay at home. It was boring to talk with other mothers that um, how the kids grow up. Or I, I love my kids. Everything is fine. But huh, that was not everything what I want. And I saw that I that there's more potential in me. And so I wrote my, how you say, shitty list? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The yeah. Scheiße list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I wrote that list and then I said, okay, if this are the things I don't like in my life, I turn around this. And this is how I how I used my mind. So first of all, I wrote everything down, what I don't like in my life. And then I wrote exactly the opposite. Oh, that's and great. then I said, "Oh, okay, this is what I want." So this is how I how I used my mind, and then I said, "Okay, now I know what I want." Right. So you and wrote. Burned- so you wrote down. This is really important. You wrote down on a piece of paper what you want. Yeah. You articulated it. But in the first moment, I didn't know what I want because I said, right. hey, Sabrina, everything is good. You have two kids. You have an awesome house. You live in a perfect area. Your husband earn money. So what do you want? Everything. Be grateful for what you have. Sure. And this is what all my, my uh, people around me, my family, my mother, my all the people say, Sabrina, what do you want? You have everything. Be grateful for what you have. Why more? Sabrina, why more? Be grateful for what you have. I said, yes, I'm grateful for what I have, but I'm not happy with it because I think there are so many people uh, outside and they get so much more. Why, why should I, why should I stay in this state and say, okay, I'm happy. And then I, I, I wait, I wait that, that I leave this body or what? (laughs) Yeah, the most people die with 30 and leave the body with 80. Right. So, and in this situation I was, I said, okay, yes, I am grateful. And I told my mother, I'm grateful. I am grateful, yes, but I want more. And she said, why? You have everything. I said, because I'm only 31. (laughs) Well, life's not over. Hopefully life is never over. Right. And I think that, I mean, look at the one, you actually wrote down what was you you noticed that there was a vacuum, that there was a hole that needed to be filled. And so you you're grateful for the things you have. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're also recognizing, hey, there's stuff I don't like about the life I have. And I want the opposite of some of these things. Right. And you wrote that down and then you focused on how to make that happen. And then all the people's. People, uh, all the pieces fall together. And I said, Ooh, this is magic. <laughs> so I found the people, I found the right people because I do this exercise with my mind. Yeah. 
So I wrote down what I don't like in my life. I wrote exactly the opposite. And then I said, okay, okay, this is the way I want to go. And then I focused on that. And then people came in my life. I found books, I found different podcasts, and then the things comes together. And today I am in the situation that I have all the things I want. I have a family, I have time, we travel, we have an awesome income. I have my own income, not the income of, for my husband only. And the reason is that I am happy. My kids are happy. My husband are happy. My mother said, Sabrina, I don't know what, you, what you've done, but I see you are happy and this is okay with me. So the only thing what your parents, if, if they are, if you're, some people and they say, mm, my, my, my mother, my father are angry. They don't want that I do this or that. Um, the only reason why your, your family told you don't do this is because they have fear that you make a mistake mm. and they cannot see your vision. Right. My parents couldn't see my vision because My vision was not there. The vision was in my mind. And if you use your mind and create the vision and wrote down what you want and what you don't want, and you focus on the thing you want and burn that list, your shit list, burn that. Because then you let these bad ideas go. Bad, bad life ideas go. go. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I did. And then my, my, my life changed in such a short time that I need a tele telescope to look back. <laughs> really? It's progressed, right? Yeah. Because you, you believe in abundant universe. You believe that you don't have to get to a point and stay still and be fixed. You can continue to progress in life regardless of your age. But you also, I, th I think you also said, I mean, this is something I've noticed too on people's deathbeds. Nobody ever said, I just did too many things, right? Most people say, I wish I had learned to dance or learned to surf or played the violin or dated this woman or this man or did, you know, it's like, do it. Don't, what, what are you waiting for? You know, Cause I think our minds tell us, oh, but I'm not good at that. I'm not good at this. I, 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 I've never, I've tried to play music and I was told I wasn't good. Or, you know, my mom said that I couldn't paint or my teacher told me that I was dumb at math. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. It's not, it's not up to but, them. But uh, David, this is the situation that all these things are in the subconscious mind right. and you can change these things if you, Because we hold on use, to those. We hold on use, to that, right? Yeah, yeah. If you use this, these six mental muscles you get now and you use that and the most of most of the people, they get success, they use it, but they cannot explain what they mm. what they use. So and this is what I said. Uh, I said, where's the button inside I can push? And this these are the buttons you have to push. So yeah. it's that combination of will, of holding yeah. on to this idea, not just in the minute, not just in the morning, but keeping this in the forefront of your, of your thoughts all yeah. the time. It's a memory of what you're, it's basically like future perfect, what will have been, right? Where you're, you're not just thinking about what did happen, but what will have been, what, what will it feel like? Yeah. 
when this thing is real? One, what is this thing? Two, what is it? What? And then what does it feel like when it's real? And then remember, I'm already there. I've already got it. I'm already not only, not only um, willing it, but I'm, I'm experiencing it. And that's kind of this past perfect future. And then it's visualizing. So you're, when you say visualize, you're like, in detail, like what does it smell, taste, like how does it happen? Where does it come together? Who do you need to make it work? What is the person, how the how the person you will be looks like? Yes. What she say, what 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 the person uh do. Um I I say to my people, this is David 2.0. Mm. So Sabrina 2.0. Right. Yeah, Sonia 2.0. I said, okay, what is what is your 2.0? Mm. And then ask yourself if you are if you have to make a decision, ask yourself what would David 2.0 do? What what would he answer? How would he react? How would what would he do? Mm. And then hold on. But then it's the terror barrier. The terror barrier comes up, and you feel you feel a little bit angry because you say, "Oh, I will do this. Oh no, I can't do this. I will do this." So this is the two voices in your head. I will do this. It would be awesome. No, you can't do this. You are not good enough. Da, 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 da. And this is because the new idea in your mind and the old system have a fight right and then your body react with you for example you get ill and because your ego is trying to get rid of this idea yeah. that it think is threatening it right so and then you and then you you get ill you, for example if you have an a speech or something like that your voice is not not there or you have an uh, a webinar what you give on on zoom or something like that, then the the camera doesn't work all this crazy stuff is because now this is what i believe the universe asks you are you sure right do you hold on how serious are you about this yeah Is this a joke or is this is this a real? Is real? this what you really want? Are you willing to pay the price? Are you sure? So go on. And if you if you see you are for a big decision and you have to do it, and you feel that your body said stop now, this is the only thing what happened in the terror berry. So you have to go through it. And if you go through in in a few hours. You are completely clear. Right. You feel awesome. You say, huh? It's gone. Why? <laughs> Because you you oh you hold the focus. Yeah. And I think to your point, the first time it happens, a lot of people are like, oh man, I guess the universe doesn't want me to do this. I guess I shouldn't. It's not going to happen. I guess it's over. I guess I'll quit. Yeah. Versus I think when you've had success because you've pushed through those barriers and be like, oh wow, yeah, there's a There's a little test. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, universe, for uh, making sure that this is what I want. Uh, I appreciate you. I like to speak to this stuff, whether it's super cold outside or in the water or whether it's, you know, um, some big problem that just all of a sudden like presents itself. I think when you when you I. I think most people it's like, you know, is, is, you know, if you're fish in water, you don't recognize the water. 
when this big, huge problem or fear presents itself, the first best thing I find is you address it. You're like, oh, I'm aware of you. Thank you for showing up. Uh, I don't need this fear right now. Thank you for you, you know my body or whoever trying to protect me. I don't need it right now. I'm going to set you aside because I have to go do this thing or this big problem. Thank you, big problem. You're just trying to make sure that this is a serious quest I'm on. It is. I need to slay the monster. The dragon needs to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're gone. You know. I use the perception. Yeah. <laughs> I find the gift. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And this is going to make me stronger and better. So, man, this is going to be awesome. But you have to have that. It's like when I'm surfing and there's huge waves and it's, you know, it's hard. And there's a big wave that's about to come down on my head, like a really big one. And I know it's going to beat the crap out of me. I've learned this thing where the best thing you can do is not have fear. You have to relax and get a big breath, obviously. But you also, I, I sing this Led Zeppelin line, you know, Valhalla, I'm coming to you now. Um, I'm, and I start laughing when I do, I'm like, Valhalla, I'm coming to you now. And then I usually get <laughs> hammered and smoked. And then, you know, eventually you come back up and life doesn't end. But it's that the first thing I've had to learn is you need to relax. You need to laugh. You need to acknowledge that this is going to yeah. be tough. Okay, here it comes. You're about to get smoked. Let it hit you. And then now what do you do with it? Yeah. And, and I think it's that... Um, that has been such a powerful life lesson for me that you don't have to, you don't have to be the fear. You don't have to live in the fear or whatever the, the, the depression, the, the other things that you have to deal with. You can choose, you can choose a different emotion. You can, but you have to be aware yeah. of that thing that's about to exactly, hit you yeah. and smoke you and take you down. And and what, what you can do, what I do sometimes is if, if the inner voice told me something, ah, you're not good enough. You can do now. It's not for you. Who you think you are? Ba, ba, ba. And then I say, and I, and I hear that voice with the voice of Mickey Mouse. And then it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So if you see, <laughs> you can do this huh <laughs> so, <laughs> hey there sabrina you can do this hey Idaho. yeah yeah no i love that that's really good but i think that laughter is the first big step right i mean when yeah. um i built the direct selling business and you know and i also was in a lot of sales i did a lot of outside sales and have sold stories have sold ideas have sold companies um you know, the thing that I find is the first thing you have to do is get the other party, the person you're trying to connect with, you got to get them laughing somehow. You've got to get them. Let's all take our barriers down. Let's look at this together objectively. Let's stop fighting it. Let's see if this makes sense. And if it doesn't, it, you know, hey, we, we met each other. We had a good day. We, we elevated our frequency and, you know, we'll have an open door for another conversation another time. Yeah. But that's the first key. You've got to get people kind of chuckling, laughing, build a relationship, build a bridge, have a connection. Because if you can't do that, the rest of it doesn't matter anyways. I yeah. don't believe in transactions. I think, you know, we create wealth or we don't create wealth. And I don't, I don't want to just do a transaction. Yeah. I, I want to have a relationship. And if, if you if you have fun with them, they have fun with you. If they say it's a good opportunity for me, then they join. If not, not. So what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything with you. So and this is cool. But whole focus. This is a, this is the thing. And I think, David, you are the the, the best example because you you had different things you did and 
I remember if you say in Frankfurt and I uh, explained the, the different stuff, what I shared now in this podcast was that you say, oh, now I understand what I did the last years in my life. <laughs> this is what you told me that, oh, now I, now I get, I, I saw now the, the picture of what I did because I think that you were, was not aware that you used all these things. Right. No, I, I think a lot of us, we find, you know, look, I grew up stuttering, became a public speaker. I grew up very shy. Um, you know, I joke with my wife, who is an introvert, that I'm an introvert, because when I was a kid, you have to, you know, when you do these introvert, extrovert kind of personality tests, they ask you to think about when you were a child, how did you behave? When I was a kid, I was not outspoken. I was not, but we moved a bunch. And so I learned that when you're moving, being shy in the back room doesn't help you. You got to be fun. You got to make some jokes. You got to get people laughing. And if you get good at that, you you quickly make a lot of friends in a community. And then I also learned, well, it's not just getting people to laugh, but actually adding value, helping them out, like looking yeah. for opportunities to engage and support somebody like we were talking about. But when you get good at that, it just becomes a natural part of your life. Yeah. It's so easy. To, like we live in France, right? You know, a lot of the time right now in Paris and a lot of people have said, oh, Par you know, Parisians, they're so snobby. And I'm like, I haven't found that at all. I mean, of course you find some, but I have so many good friends here and I don't even speak French very well. I mean, hardly at all. Mm -hmm. But it, when you're fun and you laugh and when somebody says something shitty to you, like a waiter says something that you don't like in a restaurant, when you chuckle and you laugh, you're like, oh, well, thank you for that. That's an amazing, well, your customer service is fantastic here. When I, when I make those comments back to them, they know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then they, but I'm not criticizing them. I'm laughing with them at this behavior that we, I think we can both agree was not the right behavior. And I'm giving them an opportunity to laugh and, and then come back and do something nicer. I'm just helping them elevate the frequency. Yeah, but that's your energy, yeah? Yeah. That's your energy and the other people pick your energy up and then they feel better. That's easy, yeah? It's that's fun. That's so good, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's funny. We, we, I've thrown a lot of parties in my life. It's my job, was my job at my last business. We threw, you know, I had an energy drink company. So we were in a lot of clubs doing a lot of outdoor events and doing them all around the world, 60 different countries. And so part of my job was the life of the party, you know, put energy into the, because, you know, otherwise people are standing there holding their drink, wondering if somebody's going to dance. You got to be, and, you know, I, I often wear like a weird hat or sunglasses or, or sometimes a wig or, because when I show up and I'm not a great dancer, but when I show up and start moving and showing people, it doesn't matter if you're good. doesn't matter if you look cool. You can, wear a weird hat and funny glasses and have some fun and move your body. And we're all going to have a good time. And I've had people be like, Oh my God, is he drunk? And it's like, no, I haven't even had a drink yet, but we can all have a good time. We yeah. can all enjoy it. Sometimes people need a couple of drinks before they can dance. Because <laughs> they need to lower their inhibitions a little bit. Yeah, but, sometimes. <laughs> but, it's the, but the idea is that you shouldn't have to, right? That you should yeah. be able to be free enough and realize that, Hey, what the other people are thinking doesn't matter. What matters is, are you putting out good energy? Are you having a good time? Is this going to be a great day or a great night? Because yeah. you've decided before you walked in yeah. and now you're just going to make it happen. And I think when, when it's, when it was my job, then I was, you know, sometimes I'd walk in like, God, I don't want to go. I, when we were in China, I was doing, I did 23 cities and I'd sometimes do two or three parties in a day. And so I, I can just tell you, uh, after the first one, you definitely don't want to be at another club party. Yeah. But that wasn't my job. My job wasn't to go in and be hanging out at the walls. My job was to go out and be in the center of it and make everybody feel like they just were at the best party they've ever been to. Yeah. And so 
you know, by the way, I couldn't be drunk at three parties a day either. You have to, no. <laughs> you have to be on your game. Right. And so I would come in, I'd act silly and stupid and have a ton of fun. And you know, it's funny when I would start, I knew that when I started acting that way and other people started reacting to it, it would be a great party and I would yeah. have a great time and I would get energized and I would love it. And that's why my wife tells me I'm an extrovert because it doesn't take my energy to do that. I actually build energy internally when I do that. Yeah. But I had to learn those behaviors. And I think we can choose that. We can, I've learned that you can choose that. You can choose yeah. how you want that room to be, depending on what you put in. You did that in Palma when you got on stage. And I think, well, one, I screwed up and brought you up too early. And then you decided to make that a great moment rather than be upset about it, which I, I really appreciate. But when you came back up, I think you were, it was towards the end of the day, people were a little tired and you were like, we're changing the energy in here. And you yeah. decided to change the energy. You changed the energy and you, you, you forced people to respond to that energy in a positive way. And you elevated everybody's energy in that room. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, for me, it was, it was important that the people get the energy because then they remembered at the situation. If I, if I wouldn't do this, then they say, okay, yes, it was interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay. So my, my feeling in that room was that they were a little bit tired. It was very late. And though, and I said, okay, now let's, let's give not hundred, give 200%. And yeah. now I, I share a small secret after that thing, because I had, a, I had two rings on. Yeah. And I, I um, um, clapping your hands, clapping my hands. And after that, because my energy was so high, I had blue fingers on the other <laughs> hand, <laughs> not the rings. You, you bruised your hands from yeah, the rings. Yeah, so I said, oh, my God. I said, Sonia, look at that. I have blue fingers. She said, what are you doing? I, I don't know. And then I remembered that the rings were on the left hand, and I clapped it together with and so I had blue fingers on the on the right hand. That was That's so awesome. That was so funny. But my energy was so high in that moment that I didn't felt that. So it was okay. And then after, after that, I said, um, in, in the, in the room where we were at dinner, I said, Sonia, my fingers, I don't know what happened with my finger. They are blue. <laughs> so good. That so was good. So funny. Yeah. And that's Sonia Bennett, who is one of our presidentials who, who introduced you to us. You, you were actually a distributor with us for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. And, um, no, I mean, and we really appreciate Sonia. She's a she's one of our super awesome hybrids who helps us yeah. helps us lead Germany. Um, she's has some great leaders like Isabel and different people in her business who are just cranking right now. We're so excited about Germany. Um, you know, this has been. I, I don't want to cut. A, I feel like we can talk for another hour right now, and I think what we need to do is book another podcast because I'm trying to keep these a little tighter right now. But I would love to continue this conversation, Sabrina. You've been such a powerhouse for us. And I think you've helped a lot of people really understand how to not only do the work, but change their whole frequency, their energy, yeah. attract what they want to their business um, by being deliberate about their mind and their, their, their will, their memory, their visualization, their intuition, um, their perception, and most importantly, how to use their mind to pull it all together. Yeah. Um, how do people find your work and your speaking and the things that you do? Where do they find you? They find me on Instagram. Yeah. What's <laughs> your What's your Instagram? Um, Sabrina. Yes. Dot Scheuerling. 
Sabrina.Scheuerling. So it's S-A-B-R-I-N-A dot S-C-H-E-U-E-L. I'm sorry, E-U-E-R-L-I-N-G. Sabrina Scheuerling. Uh, so it's at Sabrina Scheuerling yeah. on, on Instagram. I'll, I'll actually, we'll, we'll be posting this and we'll have links to you uh, when we post it. So we'll make sure we have that. And you have a website as well, correct? Yeah, sabrinashoyling.com. Sabrinashoyling.com. <laughs> That's great. Well, well, we'll make sure we have that because you've got some really cool tools that you've used. Well, maybe next time we get, get together too, we'll talk about those in more detail. Um, cause I'd really like people to take advantage of, of what you do and who you are and the, and, and we didn't even talk about Bob Proctor, who, uh, is kind of the origin of a lot of your work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well maybe next time we'll get into some of the, yeah. the depth of your work and the tools you use. I think the, 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 the six the mental muscles is, is perfect that, today. Yeah. That they, then they use this one they have now and we can, we can make different things or I can make, um, a call if you want, because that was, so cool for me to the first thing that I get out of my comfort zone to do this in English in Palma. That was, Oh, I said, Oh my gosh. So, and, um, that was, that was a very big gift for me, what you gave me. And I am very happy for that. So thank you so much for that. And no, thank uh, you. Invitation for that podcast. It was, it was awesome for us. Um, trying to take a screenshot of this and I'm not getting it. Um, do this boom 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 i don't know what i did here um well thank you so much for today for coming for being a part of this and uh for making it happen um i just did it there we go i got it uh, but no thank you for being a part of the kick aspirational podcast you know we like to say at the kick aspirational podcast that it's not a spectator sport it's not just for listening or watching um hopefully people are taking notes and they're applying this to their life yeah. And if people have questions for you, is that is it okay if they DM you on Instagram yeah, or on your yeah, website? Yeah, Instagram, website, email, or whatever it is. Yeah. Thank you for okay. listening to the Kick Aspirational Podcast. This is Dave Vanderveen. We had Sabrina Scheuling on today. Thank you for joining another episode of the Kick Aspirational Podcast. You know, the most important thing to remember is this is not a spectator sport. What I'm deeply interested in is hearing about your stories and answering your questions. What does your life look like? What are you trying to accomplish? What are the barriers that you're trying to break through? Because at the end of the day, the Kick Aspirational Podcast is about helping people break through barriers of their own. I'd love to hear what you're working on. I'd love to join you in your battles. And most importantly, whatever you do today, please, among all other things, be Kick Aspirational. <laughs>